0: I'm Bridget Owens and you're listening to the Waxing Soul Podcast. Join me on an exploration of mindful modern magic, a journey towards deeper understanding of self and transformative individual spirituality. It's May 13th, 2021, and today's episode is number two of a special seven episode series on the basics of magic, all about how our magic not only comes from within us, but exists to help us thrive. Are you ready to grow your soul? Last week we talked about the first foundational concept in magic, which is that you are the magic. It comes from within. It's personal. It's natural to humanity, and it's unique to each of us. If you've listened to the podcast prior to this, you know one of the topics I come back to again and again and again is this concept of authenticity, that your spirituality, your magic... Really your whole life, if you're going to grow and evolve as a person, has to be shaped around your authentic self. And that's kind of where we're going on this journey through the basics of magic today. Because when we talk about magic being personal and flowing from inside us, that kind of changes the discussion, changes the way we think about the question of what the purpose of magic is. You know, why, does, why does it even exist? Which is, for the benefit of those who are new to the podcast, one of the things I spend a lot of time researching and contemplating and writing about as part of my own spiritual path is, well, it started as an attempt to figure out why I was drawn to things like spirituality and magic as a technical atheist. And it's turned into more of a you know, a dig into the very most basic roots of spirituality in human beings, not not as a search for truth. I think a lot of people want to dig into the roots of spirituality and magic in order to find justification for their beliefs, to find reassurance that their path makes sense or that it comes from somewhere or is backed up by something. But what I want to know, the thing I'm digging up as I go through books and scientific papers and, and all of that is where all this comes from and why we've evolved to have it you know we are a form of life which has evolved over the you know eras of human history to be the magical beings we are today which means that somewhere along the line this ability to understand and practice magic and the way all humans you know regardless of belief do bits of magic just by virtue of our human nature those things evolved to be part of human existence for some reason. And I'm not going to claim some kind of definitive answer here, but it's, it's worth doing some thinking about that basic idea, you know, that, that anything inherent to humanity evolved for a reason. It serves a purpose. And that's where we're at today in this little exploratory journey. You know, bottom line, we evolve things because they benefit us because they give us some kind of advantage in our environment. And the crucial part of that in what we're exploring is that we evolve to have certain characteristics and abilities and whatever to benefit our own position, our own ability to thrive. So the second basic concept of magic is that our magic is for us. Your magic is for you. And by that, I mean it's not something most effectively used for others to try and you know change other people's realities it's for us and listen i know there are probably a lot of people listening who do the thing of you know reaching out to other practitioners to have spells or workings done for them or to them maybe you know who even offer their you know magical workings to others and i'm not saying that you shouldn't ever do that i've i've asked witchy friends for favors <laughs> but but guys, let's be real, real here. Um, the workings we do for other people, the workings that we have others do for us, they just don't work the way our own workings do, you know, done for our own selves, you know, with the methodologies which resonate with us and align with our own unique magical energy. You know, humans possess magic because magic allows us to accomplish things and handle things and change things and do things that we maybe wouldn't otherwise be able to. And those things help us. So sure, there are people with specific skills, specific expertise that we can benefit from. But the ways that we use magic, the effectiveness of magic, if it's about trying to change other people, to manipulate other people, to do what other people want you to do with it, it's just not going to be effective it's it's like any other thing a life form evolves you know it can work to attract things to repel things to protect to increase you know likelihood of success of survival but living things don't evolve abilities that don't benefit them first of all like what what benefit other organisms get from a living things evolutionary advantages are incidental not causal like you know predators don't evolve all the things that make them good hunters in order to like produce more food for like vultures or other scavengers right they evolve to be good hunters so that they can survive so they can thrive so our magic is the same way it's it's for us because it's it helps us thrive and when it comes to the practical implications of that? Well, as we're starting to explore our magic, it's really important to keep in mind that your magic is going to work best on yourself. So it's that, you know, it's that idea of, you know, change starts with you. It's more effective to increase your ability to protect yourself than it is to try and change someone else to make them less threatening. You know, it's more effective to, work on your own ability to attract and earn and manage money than it is to try and engineer some external source of money to come to you. You know, anyone I've ever seen start their magic journey trying to learn magic to make someone else do something or be something or to change their reality from the outside, those pursuits have always ended up in frustration and regret because it skips right over the fundamental nature of why we have magic in the first place. If you're enjoying this episode of Waxing Soul, the experience doesn't stop with the podcast. Each week we dive into a different part of the world of spirituality, magic, and self-evolution, and most episodes feature a companion download, which you can find at bridgetowens.com slash podcast. Check out last week's episode where we kicked off this series with a discussion of how magic is intrinsic to humankind and how learning magic means tapping into our authentic and unique magical tendencies. And come back next week when we will continue the series and talk about how magic and spirituality come down to energy and what that really means. We're about to get into one of the really amazing parts of magic. Because this whole thing about magic being for us to be used on ourselves, I don't mean that this is a rule to follow or, you know, an ethical thing. There is totally a limit on what we can do to shape what happens in the world around us. And I talked about this some in episode eight about numerology and year cycles. You know, there's absolutely external patterns and phenomena that we don't control and can't control. And we can exert influence on some things, but influence isn't the same as control. And I mean, think of what the world would be like if anyone magically or otherwise actually had the power to control any other human at will. You know, the reality is that we can and sometimes do choose to give ourselves over to someone else's will, but no one can force that on us and we can't force it on anyone else but that doesn't mean that magic isn't real or isn't powerful. You know, this idea that our magic works through us and on us doesn't even mean that magic doesn't have an impact beyond ourselves. And the truth is, with or without magic, the changes we make in our own thoughts and attitudes and actions, those things do have ripple effects into the world around us. And we know that this is true, right? Because stuff like leadership skills and communication skills and advertising or marketing methodologies, you know, consultants who help people sell stuff and land better jobs and be better negotiators and attract their ideal mate. All of that stuff is rooted in the knowledge that changes in what we do and how we do it can shape how people behave and act around us which has all kinds of further effects on the environment that we're part of. It's, you know, that's no surprise. And magic is really, at its most powerful, it's a way to hack our own subconscious and shape how we interact with the world around us, the the energy we're putting out and the way that we react to the energies we encounter. So that, you know, without us having to consciously think about how to shape our own way of being, we can shift things to shape the world around us to fit our intentions. You know, it's a way of hacking our subconscious so we see things differently, we carry ourselves differently, we have a different type of influence, we attract and and repel different things. And so if you think about it, this whole thing about magic being an evolutionary ability, which allows us to more successfully shape our path forward in human society this isn't disempowering it's exactly the opposite you know learning magic is learning our ability to impact the world around us you know it's not an ability that we don't have without magic it's an ability that we are better able to use with magic it's it's part of us magic is personal empowerment literally it's it's building personal power. It's learning to wield your personal power. Magic itself, a belief in our own magic, is a recognition that we have an innate ability to influence and shape and change and lead and attract that we just have to tap into on an instinctual level. So it's not that we only should do spells on ourselves. I want to make that clear. Like, that's a great place to start. Doing workings, like I alluded to in the first portion of this episode, you know, workings specifically meant to change things about ourselves and our actions, habits, qualities, whatever. But eventually that ability to shift and change and boost our habits or qualities or whatever, all of that becomes instinctual and habitual. We don't have to work up a, you know, a formal bit of spell work to boost our confidence to help our job search. We we get to where we can call up that confidence without the extra, you know, hassle of doing a specific working where we just are more confident and empowered. And, and then we start focusing our magical efforts further down the chain of impact, you know, to, to get to really get better at shaping the results we get, the intentions we manifest. And you don't have to get very far down that chain before it really does feel like our magic directly causes external things to happen. But it's really all keyed to our instinctual, influential abilities. So, so, okay, let's, let's go back to this idea of getting other magical practitioners to do workings on our behalf. If they, work for us when they work it's because of that practitioner's ability to call up those changes and shifts in us and that's why it's almost it's, it's always more powerful for us to be the initiator to deal directly with our own abilities and and intentions to get results those who we turn to to do magic for us it's not that they are so much more powerful than us but they've connected more deeply with their own ability to influence things around them including us which if you're really thinking all this through you'll realize is something that we can change about ourselves the you know that extent to which we respond to the influence of what and who is around us so so yeah there's a limit to our ability to control what's around us but our ability to influence and shape what's around us is so much less limited, so much greater than we know. And learning magic is all about grasping and mastering and being empowered by that ability. If you have a suggestion for future show topics, please tag me on any of my social media profiles. Find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as Bridget Owens Magic and on Twitter as Waxing Soul. Visit BridgetOwens.com for information about my upcoming book release and other spiritual resources, and for expanded versions of the downloadable resources for each episode, as well as access to patron-only Q&A live streams and a monthly Zoom meetup, join the page of podcasts here on my Patreon at patreon.com slash waxingsoul. Let's go one level deeper in this. Learning magic is an act of empowerment. But there's kind of a flip side to that, which is that as you're using this power that comes from within to shape the world around you, that practice, you know, getting the outcome you truly, deeply want out of that practice demands that you get really clear on your intentions and draw some boundaries around it because your magic is for you. It's for building your life, shaping your environment. And it's just like any other skill or ability or resource you use in life. If you lack boundaries, if you lack a clear sense of what your goals and vision and intention really are, you end up using all this really great, really potent personal power to essentially build the world that's that other people want for you. So in a lot of ways learning magic is a is a radical act of self-love. It's self-care, which is a type of empowerment too, but it's the kind that needs to happen in order to enable the mastery of magic, which then results in the other kind of empowerment that we just talked about. So, like so many things in the universe, it's a cycle that feeds into itself. And I think there's two main situations where a person finds themselves not doing very much magic, even though they deeply believe in it. And one is when we're starting out, when we're not comfortable yet in our power, not comfortable yet with our authentic personal magic. And the other is when we get to that point where it doesn't take a full-on magical working with tools and incantations and deep intention work beforehand. You know, when we have mastered our magical practice to the point where we've already built up the environment we've envisioned and we're intuitively effective in manifesting our intentions. So when we're starting out, when we're establishing the foundations of our understanding of magic, first of all, it's really crucial to recognize those bits of yourself that aren't fully empowered. The places, you have trouble setting boundaries or defying the expectations of other people. And there's definitely something to be said for, for starting your exploration and experimentation with magic with workings and techniques and intentions, which already align with the things that you feel confident and comfortable and empowered in. So if you feel most empowered and confident in your career, then begin with workings that enhance and leverage your work skills, maybe to, to move ahead or to get a promotion or a raise, that sort of thing. Or or maybe if you feel a distinct lack of comfort and confidence at work, but you've got a, a hobby you're a master at, like let's say gardening, then dive into plant magic, do herbal medicine, something like that, and then use that, leverage that to help you build your power and magical mastery and confidence in other areas of your life. You know, some ideas for how to do that, how to ride this whole cyclical thing of self-love and self-empowerment, you can find those ideas in the expanded six-page download that corresponds to today's show. And you can download that at BridgetOwens.com slash podcast. And while you're there, submit any questions you have about last week's episode, about, you know, you are the magic, or about this week's episode. And I will cover those questions as, as time permits in an invite-only Q&A session that I'll be doing on my YouTube channel on the 24th. And if you submit a question, you'll get the link invite um, to, to join us on that live stream. Now, if you listened to last week, you know I talked about my plan to launch my Patreon at the end of this series. And the Q&A live stream and the six-page downloads are both going to be part of the rewards for that on all levels. And I'm also going to be doing something kind of... If you're a regular listener, you know I talk about this pagan meetup group that I organize. And one of the things I wanted to include as a reward is access to a once a month virtual meetup that will work kind of like my local one. So a topic will be picked each month, probably a a sort of actually a variety of topics pulled from the topics of the podcast that month. And as long as the numbers of patrons aren't overwhelming, it'll be an open discussion virtual gathering that'll be focused on sharing experiences and ideas freely because there, you know, there isn't one 100% correct way of doing things or way of seeing the world. So it'll be a fun zoom call where we'll toss ideas around. I'll guide the discussion and expand on what the podcast covered and it'll be, you know, a fun, good time. So, so that's this second episode done. And I'm excited to have you all back next week for an exploration of energy and its role in our magic. Thank you so much for listening. Look for a new episode of Waxing Soul every Thursday. You can find us on BridgetOwens.com slash podcast and wherever you usually listen to podcasts. If you can't find us at your usual podcast spot, drop a message to Bridget at BridgetOwens.com. All materials and resources, except the music, are copyright Bridget Owens. Music is Dreamcatcher by Kevin MacLeod, used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International. Find out more at bridgetowens.com podcast. Many, many thanks to my readers, listeners, friends, mentors, inspirations, and my family. None of this, of course, happens in a bubble. Until next week, blessed be and be good to yourself.